Hi, yeah, Richard Smith here from therichardsmith.com. Welcome to the podcast. I wrote an article a couple of weeks ago uh, called You've Been Shit All Your Life. And it was spawned off of something that appeared on a Facebook forum, as a lot of this stuff does, where people have... People were explaining how, how this this negative voice, this, this negativity they have in their own head, uh, starts to affect how they make decisions and how their lives end up panning out because they listen to this voice. And so I... I'm not passionate about this. I'll be honest with you. I tend to be sort of pretty laid back about this stuff, but this this uh, this inner dialogue, this inner voice, is actually really quite important. And if you're trying to get ahead in business, or you're trying to get ahead with your personal finances, or try to trying to build better relationships, or you're trying to get on better in the working environment, then this internal dialogue, this internal game that we're all playing with each other, this this battle that goes on between the between the left and right brains, this battle that goes on between you and the things you want to do and that negative fucker that's in your head all the time, that fucking arsehole that never, never tells you the truth and always, always tells you how crap you are. You ain't broken, there's nothing wrong with you, there's, we all have this voice and I want to talk about that today and I, I, I started the post off by saying you've been shit all your life because that voice in my head tells me most of the time that I'm shit. And, you know, when I was young, life wasn't exactly a bowl of cherries. There wasn't long summer days and plenty of money around to buy food with foreign holidays and new bikes. And some of us have all got that 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 history where we look back on our lives and uh, it wasn't perhaps as great as other people's lives, depending on what measure you're using, of course. So I started to think about that and what the options were and where where I came from and what that voice was telling me. And I started to consider very carefully my school life where I had a, a particular teacher, Trevor Hounslow, um, who was my form teacher at my, my, this is my first year at senior school. And, you know, I was a little bit of an angry kid. I was certainly... Uh, a little bit upfront, a certain, certainly a little bit lively, but I wasn't particularly nasty or malicious. And my school reports, my secondary school reports, just a hoot. And I, I used to wonder how creative teachers could be when once a year they had to describe what an arse I really was or what they, what how big an arse they thought I was. And truth was, I've always been a sweet guy. I've got a bit of a thorny outside, but I'm a bit like Molten Galaxy on the inside. Um, some people call me Marmite because I'm a little bit aggressive and some people really do dislike me and that's fine because I can't please everybody and others that know me realise that I am uh, a soft little honey bunny really <laughs> that's making me chuckle even describing myself as that That I can hear the voice in my head saying ah, yeah, stop it, stop it anyway um, truth is that there wasn't a single teacher at my secondary school that hadn't marked my card because of the the poison and rubbish that had been spread by Mr Hounslow. He'd already marked my card, but I'd already marked his. I knew what he was all about. And so I seem to have spent all my entire growing up years being told that I wasn't good enough. Certainly from Mr Hounslow was told on a very regular basis that I wasn't good enough. Um, but in all fairness, on balance, he was an overweight, a narcissistic arse of a form teacher 
who insisted on reading me my horoscope every day. He thought he knew what my future was going to be. And, um, you know, I now know how to deal with the likes of him. Um, I'll be honest with you, it was once you'd worked out what, what his game was, it was all really quite simple. You know, even a 13-year-old could see through an adult teacher. But, you know, and honestly, Mr Hounslow, if you still listen to this, uh, fuck you. You're one of the few people on the planet that I would say that to you because you are a complete dick. And I know you're still alive and uh, hopefully you'll pick this up before you die and then you'll realise that actually what you did to me and other children was just absolutely out of order. But anyway, let's move on. School life was difficult. I think for most children, school life was difficult. My kids have quite enjoyed it, strangely enough. But I guess I'd given them a... Uh, a little bit of a boost, a little bit of help with their inner game as they move through senior school. But let's go back to this negative experience. We all have them. We have them at school. We have them in our personal lives. We're constantly being told that we're not worthy. We're not good enough. We're not being able to deliver anything of value. Our society is going to you know, judge us poorly. And that inner game and sometimes that outer game is constantly reinforcing that. And that's a problem because... It's actually not true. So when we start to reinforce in our own heads that negativity, that feeling of we're not worthy, that we're not good enough, we're not educated enough, we're not erudite enough, we, are, we can't speak properly, we don't know the right words, we, we don't know how to empathise with people, it's actually bollocks. It's actually not true because as human beings, these are skills that we all learn. And provided we stop listening to that voice in our head, then of course things start to change very often, very sorry, very quickly. So let's let's look at this voice in our head. It's been with us for all of for you and I listening. You know, it's, it's been in our head all of our life. It's never really helped you or me. It's never really protected me. It's just been there to reinforce what I've been told by every other adult around me. Every other adult, but you know. One in ten, one in twenty, tell you, you shit, you don't, you don't understand, or you're, you're not bright enough, you're not good enough, you, you, you'll never learn, you know, you, and that voice just reinforces it. But this voice is the same voice, you know, we both have the same voice. You've got yours, I've got mine, but it's the same voice. It's the same negative thing that's going on. Oh, I don't know what it is, whether it's an ego, whether it's an inner voice. I'm not sure of the, you know, the 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 the, the psychological term for it, but I know we've all got it. But I also know that it's a liar. Every time I ignore that voice in my head, life turns up a bit of a surprise. may not always be positive, but it's certainly a surprise. And that kind of proves to me that that voice is wrong, that that voice shouldn't really be listened to. In fact, I was probably in my 40s before I realised that I should, should, should stop listening to what that thing is telling me. How, uh, stop listening to how that thing is telling me how I should behave. But before you... Before you go any further with this, just, just try this. So I don't want you to sit down and take a few deep breaths and go and try and taste your tongue. Try and, try and work out what your tongue tastes like. Don't take a couple of seconds. Just, you know, take a few seconds to just sort of suck your tongue, to run your tongue, run your... I'll put my teeth back in, shall I? To run your tongue around your mouth and just try and taste it. And you'll find very quickly that you can't taste your tongue. It is not possible for a human being to be able to taste their tongue. And if you, you know, you lick most parts of your body, I'm not suggesting you do that now, you'll find that you don't really taste as much. 
And the reason you don't taste as much is because because it's part of you. You know, I, for fuck's sake, don't get in touch with any biological explanation because I've not, I don't want this to be that complicated and I'm really not interested. Well, I am, but I don't want the conversation with you. But your tongue, your body, your your limbs and your, your digits and your fingers are all, are all part of you. They're part of your makeup. They're part of your whole being. That's why you can't taste it. But 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 using the same thought processes, think about that voice, that, that inner arse that talks to you all day. You know, you've heard it. But if that inner voice was really you, was your guiding consciousness, your ever-knowing inner you, you'd never be able to hear it. The reason you can hear it is because something in your head is separate from that voice. That's what that's how you can hear it. Just just think about that for a minute. If that voice was you, you wouldn't be able to hear it. The fact that you can hear it means there is something else going on. There's something in your you know in our in our psyche that allows us to hear that voice, but and understand that voice. But it's not really us. And if you start to look at this whole thing about the inner game and and the way people start to do things, you'll start to realise that that that. That the, the the ignoring that inner voice or having a powerful inner voice for both you and I is really quite important. So go back and listen to that again, or go to the blog post, or go back to the the the, the notes and, and read that again. But you know the, the the reason you know that voice is not is not you is because you can hear it. It must be something else, and I don't know what it is. I don't know what the psychological term is for it. But the real you, the real the real part of you, can do stuff, can sort things out, can solve, and will grow into the life of your dreams, provided you recognise that that voice you hear is not you. There is no frigging way it can be you. It can't can't be your guiding light. It can't be your own instrument. Because if it was, if it was you, if it was part of your DNA, you'd never be able to hear it in the same way you can't taste your tongue. So go think about that. Go, go see how it feels to think about that. Listen to that voice kick off. Listen to that voice in your head. Listen to how it will try and frustrate your thinking, how, how it will tell you to ignore this, that I don't know what I'm talking about. That's your ego. That's the nutter. That's the madman or mad woman inside your head that needs stopping. And the problem is if you're being told that you weren't worthy 40 years ago, 20 years ago, 10 last week, it's that inner voice that's going to keep reinforcing that and that starts to define you. And you were told that history defines our today and, and that is absolute rubbish. It's fake news. Your history is just that. It tells you about the past. It tells you what's happened in the past. It tells you how the past has panned out. It doesn't tell you what the future's going to look like. It certainly might give you some pointers, but if you start to start to manage that voice in your head start to have a proper conversation with it to let it know that actually it's probably not right to let it i know that might sound a bit mad to be doing that but actually shutting that nutter up giving it a name i won't tell you what i call mine because it's a word that i reserve for only a, a reserve for mr hounslow strangely enough but you you don't let it define you Please don't let that inner voice define you. So we know that much of the self-help information and books you buy talks about history, talks about your life, leading you to here, this point in life, and it's all important. But actually, yes, that's true. But moving forward, what you need to be moving forward, what you need to get to the next stage in your life is nothing from history. Yeah, okay, education and skills may be, but that's just the starting point. But this baggage, this luggage of life that we all bring with us, helps you stop moving on. It forces you to continue listening to it. 
even if you're listening to negative comments from 30 or 40 years in the past, they still bring you anxiety, but they're not the truth. Somebody else's opinion about you has nothing to do with you. That's their opinion. That's not your opinion. I'll say that again. Somebody else's opinion of you has nothing to do with you. Because someone thinks you're an arse or someone thinks you're not capable. That's got nothing to do with you. That's their opinion. And they're entitled to that. You then go off and do your own thing and to prove them wrong. The truth is you are better than that voice in your head. You are better than the negative opinions of others. Certainly including teachers or peers or I and other, I, I and other adult at any point in the past. The world is full of Trevor Hounslow's and... They will continue to bully, point, poke, prod and generally be nasty towards you. And they are helped on by that by your inner voice. And so it's vitally important that you as an individual starts to listen to it, have a conversation with it, prove it wrong, um, ignore it and, and go and do something that, that excites you, that fires you up and see how that pans out for you. And the problem with your history is that you know we are surrounded by miserable teachers, and they they all look like they were at the end of their lives. And if you're working in organisations, you'll look round your 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 office or your workplace, and you'll see people that really should have retired years ago, or are just negative, miserable bastards. And these people should be avoided at all costs. You certainly shouldn't listen to them, and you should certainly shouldn't take on board anything that they they um, they try to add to your own existence, to your own life. So let's summarise about this voice. So if you're in any way concerned about that voice in your head, you must remember that we all have it. We've all got a history of something and listening to that voice is a learned behaviour and it learns from the way we act around it. It learns from the things it makes us do. It learns that it can manipulate you. It learns from others and it reinforces things. The thing you must understand about this is this. It's childish. It's not rational. That voice is not helpful. It's not you. Go back to tasting your tongue again. The sooner you stop listening to it, the quicker your life will change. You must live with your past and not in it. You must stop listening to the failure of last month or that rotten childhood of violence and hatred or uh, what a teacher said to you. You've, we've all got a short life left. We're, born, we're all born with a bloody terminal illness. It's called life. And holding on to the bad things that have gone on before will do you no good, will not serve you. Looking forward. There is only one of you with one life and that makes you incredibly special. You are special. So pat yourself on the bum with a well done in your head and start to live. Live like you know you can. Live like you should. There's a fantastic future ahead for you. Ask the right questions off that necktop computer. Feed that necktop computer with the right information and enjoy the results. But for fuck's sake, stop listening to that voice. You're not mad. You're not broken. You are a perfectly flawed and lovely human that is loved and wanted and you will go on to do great things. Bring change to the world, you see. If only you stop for a moment but think, but don't listen. So, that's it for today. Uh, you know, I hope you've understood it. Listen to this. Read the, read the articles in the notes. Make the most of it. Teach it to your children. And then we can all move on to be successful, profitable adults that can really add value to society and also to ourselves. Find out more about me over at therichardsmith.com 
and uh, there's also a subscribe button on the front page there where you can actually get access to further content and emails and um, yeah you know thanks very much for taking the time to listen I really do appreciate it if you're over on iTunes please give us a review you know three stars on up please that really helps me uh, uh, move the um, podcast forward and of course the better I rank um, the better it is for my content overall and I certainly have got some messages to deliver thanks very much <laughs>